When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast, where we talk about leveraging human behavior and psychology so you can build a better business, a better life, and ultimately a better you. In this episode, I want to kind of give you some hacks, give you an inside look on the mentality, right? So, like, we heard about mama mentality, Kobe, and all that, but, like, each one of the personality types has a particular mentality and a mindset that informs what they do. Now, if you've been watching the podcast, you've been following for any amount of time, we've gone through all of the the framework of DISC and the DISC personality types, um, what drives them, what motivates them, what their biggest fears are, anxiety producers, their idiosyncrasies, preferred ways of being, and all of that. But ultimately, there's a bottom line mentality. There's a thought process or a a, 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 a frame that each personality type follows. There's, a, a again, a mentality and a mindset. And once you understand this, like, if I didn't tell you anything about any of the personality types, if I didn't explain or go in depth and I had to be super clear and super concise and like bottom line it in one line, that's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of understanding how each one of these personality types thinks, right? So I'm going to start with the D's, obviously. Um, So the D's mentality is I must win, period. The, men- the, the mentality of a D is let's get it done by any means necessary. It doesn't, they're wired to solve a problem. They do it in a very assertive manner. Um, they, they posture, they uh, demand, they force. They're, they want to get across the finish line. They want to accomplish the goal. They want to make it happen. And they don't mind rattling the cage they don't mind ruffling feathers they don't mind shaking things up to get it done their mentality is i must win typically at all or a cost that's significant right and when you understand that's that mentality that psychology it it will give you a sense of Okay, I, I see why this person moves that way. That mentality permeates their thoughts, their feelings, and the things that they do, their actions. This this will give you again a quick snapshot into why it'll at least get you looking at them, 
enough to where you can start asking questions. It'll freeze you enough. Like, oh, okay, this person, this person is a D. They want to win. They want to score. They want to dominate. They want to get the thing done, right? A person who is a high I, their mindset, the mindset of a high I is, I must be liked. If you think about a high I and you understand who they are, uh, what motivates, what drives them, high eyes care about people feeling appreciated. They care about what people think and say about them. If you're a high eye, you know I'm not lying. If you know a high eye, you know I'm not lying. They truly do care about what people think about them, what people say about them. Their mentality is, I must be liked. And if you don't like me, why don't you like me? What's wrong? Like, what happened? They care about that stuff because the eyes' uh, biggest fear, the anxiety producer, is rejection. It makes them anxious. Their whole mentality, if you think they're the star in the room, anywhere you go with them, they know somebody, they want to stop and talk. Hey, what's up? They want to take pictures. They, they want to, you know, play peacemaker. They, they uh, shake hands, kiss babies and all that. They want to be liked. Their mentality, their whole frame of reference is around being liked, being praised, being, you know, like having a relationship, a positive relationship, having a positive impact. That's how they wire it. That's the mentality. A person who is a high S, if you are a high S, the high S mentality, the mindset of a high S is I must be comfortable. If you know somebody that is a high S, understand that they are in every way looking to be and feel comfortable. It's, it sounds counterintuitive, you know, all the cliches of the comfort zone and, you know, you can't grow in the comfort zone. That's cool, but for a high S, they want to be comfortable. It makes them feel safe. It makes them feel secure. Their biggest anxiety producer is a loss of security, a loss of stability. They take their time. They don't like change. They want gradual change. They don't want abrupt, you know, drastic change. Let's do piece by piece by piece. And let's do it in this particular way. They don't want to shake things up, rattle things too much. You bring them around slowly. They want things to shift gradually. The mentality of somebody that is a high S, care they care about being comfortable at all times. Yo, what's goody fam? Listen, I know, I know. I'm going to let you get back to the episode. But I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the, the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values, and we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type. 
what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in, and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode. A person who's a high C, their mentality is, I must be right. This is why high C's may be perceived or experienced as know-it-alls. Right? They're very calculated, very meticulous. They're very factual. They care about proof. They care about receipts. They care about results. They use data and information to make decisions. They're very, very structured, organized individuals. They have a fear of being judged, of making a mistake, of being criticized. So their whole mentality is, Whatever I do, I need to be right in doing it. I need to, you know, be on the right side of whatever I'm doing. It, it, it can, you may experience, they can be experienced as being righteous or know-it-alls or Debbie Downers or particular, but when you understand that their whole mentality is on being correct, they're task-oriented like these. So they want to get it done but they want to get it done right. When you understand that, it doesn't, it doesn't catch you off guard that they ask you questions. It doesn't catch you off guard that they'll say, well, actually, they want to correct. They want to redirect. They want to adjust what's being put out in the space. I like to think of them like the anchors of reality. Like when you all off in the clouds and we all we start talking about our thoughts, our feelings, and our opinions, and we start thinking outside of the box, they bring us right back down to reality. And there's value in that. I know there's value for me. I know I get on my nerves sometimes, but it's valuable. It's necessary. Could you imagine a world that didn't have order? Where we we didn't have a line in the sand about what was correct. And what isn't correct about what we're going to do and what we're not going to do individually and collectively. That's a high C. That's, that's what their mentality is. Right? Once we get the mindset, it sets us on a track to get the people and understand their behavior. Now, before we get out of here, I, I want to touch on something because... Um, me and Reese were just, well, Reese just mentioned this uh, before we started shooting, but in doing the assessment, I see a lot of folks who, you know, they they get their results and instead of digging into how to leverage it for their benefit, they almost use the assessment and run away from it. They They want to change their assessment. They want to... Uh, they they want to not be what it says on the assessment, and I think it it comes from. I, I don't I don't want to be taught like self hate whatever, but it is, it is programming, right? So for some people, they have been told that there's a particular way to do things, way not to be. Some people have been criticized. Some people have been judged for being a particular way. Some people like who they are, 
But because of the thoughts and the feelings and maybe some comments from other people, they feel like they may need to be another way. Some people don't quite understand the power in who they are. And so they think that they need to be something else. Do you know how many people I see take assessments and they might have a low D and they feel like, well, like the one of the one of the biggest questions that I get is, well, how do I get my D up? Pause. How do how do I how do I do that? And I'm like, you don't need to do that at all. Let's look at how we can use that 15, that 20 D to be a strength instead of looking at it like it's a weakness. Let's let's double down on the strength of being a person who's thoughtful, who's meticulous, a person who's intentional and deliberate. Let's look at the strength in being agreeable. There is no good, no bad. There is no right and no wrong. And I think that one of the things that is important is to learn to embrace who you are. You can't. Understanding precedes acceptance. So if you're struggling to accept yourself, it's because you don't quite understand yourself. And this assessment is going to allow you to get insight. If you read it and you dig into it and you ask questions and you reflect and you get some understanding about why this says this, and really it's there because you put, you, you put it there, you put the data there. But we got to get to where it comes from. So start asking your asking yourself, well, why do I why am I so agreeable? Or where was the first time that I felt like I needed to be agreeable? Or why did somebody say something to me that made me feel that way? Or did I just kind of choose that on my own? Was it something I saw on TV? Did I see it outside? You want to whatever whatever the thought is, whatever the way of being is, examine, take inventory, and ask yourself where you got it from, what it means to you, and does it serve you in the present? Does it serve who you want to become? And does it serve your future goals? If not, you have to release it to create space for something else that you want to choose. Now, there, there's people that are going to scream, well, anybody could change and you need to work on your weaknesses. That's cool. But there's something called the law of diminishing returns. And you can, make, you can make some change, right? One, the amount of effort and energy that you're going to exert to make a slight change, you got you to gotta weigh the opportunity cost in that. Does it make sense to invest all this energy, all this effort in making a 0.1, 0.2% change in behavior. And what does that change in behavior produce? Or do you double down on your strength? Do you use that to key in on what to focus on, what to release or outsource or what to collaborate on, and do more of what you're already great at? Do you want Shaq to spend his time Sitting at the free throw line and, and, and practicing free throws? 
so he could shoot like Steph Curry? Because that's the other thing. A lot of a lot of people are comparing who they are to other people versus comparing themselves to who they were yesterday. Like, your only competition is who you were. Like, if 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 I say I'm better than you, I'm only talking to the person that I was before. I'm talking to the person that I came from. But I'm not comparing myself to nobody else. A lot of stress, a lot of grief comes from looking at what somebody else is doing and thinking you need to play that game and thinking you need to be that way and you wasn't built and designed for that. That's not your path and that's not your journey. If you focus and you get some 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 knowledge about yourself and understand you was built and designed this way and you working in this particular way, you could do it all day. It's effortless for you. Now you need to put yourself in an environment that that particular skill and that particular way of being is valuable because you're going to be praised. You're going to be paid for it. And the things that you struggle with, you collaborate with somebody else. You partner with somebody else or you put a process in place that's going to support you and hold you accountable. But trying to play a different game or fooling yourself into thinking you need to be something else well, you you gotta you gotta weigh the opportunity cost there. I personally, and I, again, I'm not attached to being right about anything. There are different philosophies and different, you know, houses of thought. I come from the school of thought of I'm gonna double down on my strength. I'm gonna collaborate and partner where I struggle, and. I will surround myself and build a team and build a support system and build a village in that way versus harping over getting better at something that I'm just not going to get that much better at anyway. I can choose to spend my time that way or I can focus on where I'm being affirmed, where I'm great at, where I'm getting results at already and removing the distractions from me and focusing more on going deeper with less. Again, I can't tell you how many times I see people, they want to take the assessment over, they want to change this. Oh, well, I don't want to be a D because people feel like these are jerks or I need to get my C up because I need to be more organized. Or I need to. Or you can embrace who you are, accept who you are. And use that as an opportunity to release some things that been needed to go. And create room for some things that are going to enrich your life. Some of y'all feel like you need to change because you're scared to ask for help. You're scared to go get support from other people. You feel like it says something about you. Like it's an indictment on your person, on your character. Like, newsflash, buddy. You're not supposed to do this thing called life by yourself. This is a collective team effort. It takes a village. Even for adults. And I say that as a person who naturally of i i avoid uh crowds of people i avoid asking for support i'll ask for support if i absolutely need to 
Now that might be useful in certain situations, but in a lot of situations, I could have fast tracked my way or shortcut my way to what I was looking for in the first place. If I just raised my hand and like partnered with somebody or collaborated with somebody. So I'm not really, I'm speaking about things that I actually read in a book and I studied and I read research on, but I'm also speaking from personal experience. You can harp on those things or you can focus on where you're strong, tag some friends in, invite some people to the table and y'all work collectively to build something together. But you don't, you won't even know who to partner with if you don't know who you are. If you haven't embraced and accepted who you are, you're trying to be somebody else, then that's the, that's the prerequisite. Understanding and accepting who you are is the prerequisite to getting around the group of people that you need to get around to make the dream happen. I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm going to get out of here. But Reese has said something, and I just thought I'd, I'd talk about it and, and bring it up. I see it a lot with folks, and um, I just wanted to, to free a couple of people. It's nothing wrong with you. Like you are whole and complete. You good. Take your assessment. Do the work and study in it. Understand yourself. And then figure out how you can choose the people and places and things that serve you. And release everything else that doesn't. And do so unapologetically. That's my piece. I'm out of here. I'll see you on the next episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.